Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, fun fact, the cardboard centre of a toilet roll is called a core, but the toilet roll manufacturer Cushel has announced it will now be selling coreless toilet roll. It's a laudable attempt to reduce waste, but what about the children? Will we be raising a generation with vastly reduced make-and-do opportunities? One of the pioneers of making the remarkable from the ordinary is Mary Fitzgerald, the former presenter of How Do You Do? Afternoon, Mary. Afternoon, Sean. It's lovely to talk to you. When you think back, how many things did you make out of the inside of a toilet roll? <laughs> I made quite a lot of things out of the inside of a toilet roll. I mean, I did probably, uh, during my career on RT, doing art and craft programmes, which started initially on Anything Goes, and then my own show, How Do You Do? I'd say I did about 500 programmes. So not everything I made, now I have to stress, was made out of toilet roll holders, but they were a key element of some of the items I made. For example... If you made a puppet, they were great for making the neck of the puppet where you could uh, insert your two fingers to get the head to move backwards and forwards and do things like that. I also remember one time making um, a pink elephant um, money box and the main part of the body of the elephant was made out of papier-mâché, but the elephant's um, legs, because they were like tree trunks, were used or made using toilet roll holders. So Mm. there was lots of things you could do. And even to this day, Children are all going back to school this week. They could get them and make them, stick about three of them together in different sizes and use them as um, a pencil or a desk tidy. Yeah, because it's a very handy shape. uh, It's a very handy shape. It's an easy shape. And in most households around the country, there are always loads of uh, empty toilet roll holders um, left in the place. And I can understand to some extent why this company um, have decided to do away with them because I think... One of the many rows in houses was leaving them when, <laughs> when they were empty around the bathroom and not disposing of them or even using them to make things. So it's a bit like the, the rows about who brings out the bins or who empties the dishwasher, who takes away the empty toilet roll holder from the floor of the bathroom or puts it in a bin. That's one of the things <laughs> that happens in most households. That is so true. Do, I, do you think maybe it's a reflection of that the, the, the company thinks, well, kids don't use those things as much anymore because they're all looking at screens and that kind of thing? Yes, there is probably an element of that. I mean, you know, I suppose we have to reflect this generation of children growing up. They have grown up with screens. And it's part and parcel of their day-to-day living, their education. Like a lot of schools have done away actually with the physical books and they have them, you know, learning uh, through laptops or iPads or whatever. Um, But I think it's a pity because I'd love to see a return to more younger children in particular, maybe having a go at making things. And if parents could um, steer themselves to take the phones away for an hour or two and put together a box of You know, cornflake boxes, empty cornflake boxes, um, egg cartons, uh, washing up liquid and the uh, ubiquitous toilet roll holder and Mm. give them glue and paint and scissors. It's amazing what they can come up with. I mean, even giving them an idea, say, make a monster, make a dragon, make whatever you want. And I bet children will come up with fantastic things and they'll be thrilled with themselves because they get a great satisfaction from making something themselves as opposed to something they see on a screen all the time. Yeah, I think that, but I think that urge is still there among kids. I've, I have a six-year-old and she will uh, regularly go looking for the inside of the toilet roll to make something. Oh, look, that's great. And I would um, uh, ask you to con- consider or to continue, should I say, encouraging her to do that because um, I was saying earlier to your researcher, Claire, that 
I remember reading an article one time, which was done by um, the U.S. business magazine Fortune 500, and they interviewed the CEO of the top 100 uh, Fortune companies, big companies in the States, such as Apple, Amazon, Walmart, all of these. And 90% of them all said that part of their education was doing creative activities as children. They did art and craft. They went to drama mm-hmm. and they did dancing. And that makes people, I hate the expression, think outside the box, but it's great down the line in terms of their education and their work experience. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Are you, are you, you're a producer on a new um, TV show called Page Turners, I understand. That's, yes. that's looking at book clubs. Yeah, there no, must it's, be it's thousands a, a change of them. Of, uh, a change of route for me. I suppose people tend to associate me with young people's programmes, children's programmes. Um, but as I said, I have a lot of different strings to my bow. Um, I've been running a PR business for the last number of years. But one of the things I'm back doing now is in television. I'm working as a literature producer on a new television show that's coming out in the new year on RT1. It's called Page Turners. Um, The stars of that show will be book club members from all around the country and the books themselves. So we have book club members in like young mums in Donegal, retired ladies down in Cork, um, you know, busy bees, as, as we call them, nosy parkers in mm. Dublin, um, who've all come together and formed book clubs. Like, book clubs are one of the things that a lot of people do, and they're just going to review a variety of different books, from fiction, non-fiction, newly published books, um, memoirs, and books that we all did in our leaving search, for example, To Kill a Mockingbird. You know, just how relevant is that book today? What's your take on it now? So some of the books will be familiar to people. Others will be newly published ones. They may have got them at Christmas and they'll be interested in hearing what these book club members have to say about them in the new year. OK, that so. sounds very interesting, Mary, because book clubs are absolutely huge uh, in this country. Uh, look forward to seeing that, Mary. Thanks a million for uh, talking with us today. That was Mary Fitzgerald there. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.